0: determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com
1: the baseball season is go 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 it's non-stop relentless for every night six straight months and then hopefully another month in october with your host, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show, episode 377. Today's episode, tonight's ALCS Game 1 recap is brought to you by SeatGeek. Download their app, enter promo code BRONX, and you get 10 bucks off your first ticket purchase. Someone on Twitter tagged us in a tweet, and I think they put it perfectly when they said, not only did the Yankees go in there and steal Game 1, they went in there, they ransacked the place, they drank all of the beer in Houston, they stole that thing right out from underneath them, exactly what the Yankees needed to do, exactly what we said they needed to do, Game one with Granky on the mound. You gotta get this game. And my god, did they freaking get this game handedly? Thank you, Tampa. Thank you, Tampa, for for being the little the the pain in the Told ass you. that we're you were. We're gonna have to send them something nice. We're gonna have to send I'm them nice something. No, 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 no. They blew that. They blew that. Look, unbelievable game by the New York Yankees. I mean, all around, it was the perfect game. Everything, they did everything right. Yeah. Everything. Everybody played. Uh, you know they played their role. They 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 stayed in their zone and they freaking executed. Every one of those guys executed, and it was beautiful. Like you said, it was the perfect game. There was nothing that went wrong because the, no hard decisions needed to be made. <laughs> Like we were talking, we were people were starting to freak out with Tanaka there in the sixth inning. It's like, well, how far do they let him go? Well, it didn't matter because the Yankees tacked on runs and they were able to go to the bullpen with a big lead. So that worked out perfectly. Glaber Torres, they shift him to the three spot. That's talked about. Oh, is that the right move? Should they have left Gardner in the three spot? Oh, Glaber Torres gets five RBIs. The fact it's that just... the fact that people are making a thing about leaving Gardner in the three spot is hilarious. But well, they just, they don't like change. They see the Yankees dominate w- three games against the twins. They're like, what are you, what are you doing? Shaking things up? Yeah, no, uh, probably Glaber in the three spot was the original move that, that probably should have been made in the first place. But oh, a thousand percent Glaber is unbelievable right now. This kid, this 22 year old, stupid Wait, hold kid, on. are you sure he's 22 years old? I'm pretty sure he's 22. It might be twenty one. Uh, I think you're going to have to fact check that, but they, uh, you know, like all the all, all the 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 names that come out with him, all the all the dumb idiotic things that the announcers say about him. He just goes out there and is a freaking monster, a monster. And I love it. You're not going to be one of these people complaining about John Smoltz and Joe Buck, are you? Because I saw that also happening. <laughs> Like, oh well, the Fox announcers don't like the Yankees. Who really cares if the announcers don't like the Yankees or not? Like, I mean, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just it. so tired it's, of it. It's fun to it's fun to shit on every once in a while. It is. Uh I don't really care what they do. I just fine. kind of expected this right now. Don't don't we realize that this is the Yankees versus everybody? We made the shirts. It's the it's it's literally the world versus the New York Yankees. That is yeah. what it is. It's fine. Know that. Just we expect it. It's but good. that's how it should be. Bring that's it I when bring it on. When the Yankees are going right and they're at the top, everybody hates them. So that's just the life that is comes with the territory of being a New York Yankees fan, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't care. I enjoy. I sit there and drink up John Smoltz's tears because he feels like the Yankees stole a championship from him in 1996, and that is. Where it comes from? Oh yeah, he's butthurt for two championships. I mean, he was. He well, no, lost, the '99 championship they got, they got smoked, but and they and I think he, even he would say, "Well, not, by 1999, the Yankees were the far superior team." But the 1996 championship, he's butthurt about. It doesn't matter. He still, you still face the New York Yankees in the ultimate game in the in the the series that decides it all, and you lost twice, and that's it. There are there are. There are hurt feelings that go back years. It is deep-rooted hatred. I don't care. Good, talk shit about us. Talk about Mookie Betts five thousand times. I don't care. I don't. Three random. It's just he crammed in Mookie. Like oh, just like um, some people might have the same agent. Like, are is that what's happening here? Like, is something because he just kept throwing him in there. Some people might not have known that Gleyber Torres is 22 years old. Other people might not have known that Mookie Betts is a good right fielder. Right. Yeah. So, and John Smoltz is there to just tell you about it. That's all. Look, the Yankees dominated every facet of that game, from base running to fielding to hitting to pitching. Every facet of that game they dominated. And uh, Boone, like you said, didn't have to make any really hard decisions. Just, None. just kind of. I mean, he made the decisions ahead of time. He's he he made some ALCS roster decisions, which we haven't talked about yet. But that's, came that's out a afterwards. collective decision. That's not a boon decision. I understand that's that, but collective. there but there were also um, with that he made some lineup changes, like the Glaber moving him to third, shifting things around, stacking some righties, understanding that that's not really a problem in today's baseball, and and especially for this game, uh, it's not this, a problem with these set team. of righties and for this these team. set of righties, it's right. good, it's fine, but. You know there was uh, there was just a, a really a flawless amount of baseball that was played on on so many different levels of um, of play from every facet, and it was just it was just a really really impressive game going into a hostile environment, knowing that these guys are you know the the favorites obviously play so well at home, uh, but I do believe that they also realized that they had an opportunity that Zach Renke was on the mound. And they realized that they didn't have to deal with Cole, they didn't have to deal with Verlander in game one. They had this guy who just came over there as the most awkward press conferences you could possibly have. And they're gonna put pressure on this guy. And that's what they did. And they did it immediately. And they were hitting him hard from the first inning. Definitely. Uh I hate the talk about must-win games because it's so stupid. Every game in the postseason is a must-win game <clears throat> that comes, that's just that should be obvious. But but game one was so important to the Yankees because of the Verlander Cole situation. Yeah. And that they have them coming up in the next two days. So this was the game you had to steal. They didn't win a game in 2017 in Houston in that series. They looked terrible earlier in the season in Houston uh, this year. So this was huge. This was huge to prove that, hey, guys, we know you were the best record. You got home field advantage. But now that doesn't mean jack shit because now we have home field advantage. (laughs) All this talk about home field advantage and being healthy or home field and all. It's all they still had to go there and win the game. Yeah, but that's what that's exactly right. They had to go there and win the game. Healthy. They're all there and they won the game. Aided by our friends, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And aided by health. Health, Giancarlo Stanton going out there hitting a freaking Finally. bomb. Look, I'm maybe so, he'll relax now. I'm so happy. Maybe everybody else will relax and, and actually just not talk about it as much because he's probably fine. No, anyway. they still will. Next time he they, strikes out. The, the 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 like getting him, I think, uh, w- over the Schneid with that one, hitting that uh, that home run is a big deal. Is it off the Schneid or over the Schneid? I think it's off the Schneid. It is what it is. I don't really care. <laughs> it's. It is whatever so I was said a, it just was. That's, that's how was a, I use it. A big moment in this game. Tanaka was absolutely cruising. I think he had 10 out of 11 first pitch strikes through his first 11 batters. It's off the Schneid, by the way. Yeah, right. You said over. Uh, yeah, it's off. So a big moment in this game came in the fifth when Bregman had a leadoff walk, and it looked like the Astros were mounting a little bit of a rally. It was a one-run game at that point and Alvarez hits that shot to right field. Judge makes a running catch, and Bregman makes a bad base running play, falls down, and gets doubled off of first. That is, in my mind, the turning point of of tonight's game. It, it's tough to call that a turning point, but it's because it was, it was already... The, the Yankees were were in control still at that point, but it was definitely a, a point, I think, that the Astros needed to have in order to make that a ball game, to make that to, to get back into the game, they needed that. Uh, they needed Bregman to, to come around and score off of a walk. They needed that to hurt the Tanaka walk. And that Tanaka walk wasn't just like, I'm fatigued. I'm getting, I'm walking a guy. First pitch was a strike, not called a strike. He looked good that entire time. Uh, the ump was all over the place. The ump was inconsistent on both sides. Yes, he was. Um, but Tanaka did not look bad in that at bat. I thought he looked very good. It was a good at bat by Bregman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but, um, so i I'm not even looking at that as like Tanaka was was showing uh, weakness in the armor at that point because I think he only had like what fifty sixty pitches at that point. And he was only threw sixty eight pitches. Yeah, I think he had fifty two pitches at the start of that uh, at bat. It's not not about weakness. It's about the Astros having life. They didn't have life at any point in that game. But my point is, is that Bregman didn't really there. There wasn't like a um, a life that was given to them by Tanaka, right? Like there was there was never that moment where Tanaka said, "Okay, um, that was almost pitching a leadoff walk can be life, right?" But. Again, I don't think Tanaka – He, I still think he looked sharp at that point is my, is what I'm saying. He still looked very good. Yes, he did. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying he didn't. He looked sharp the whole game. And that's why he got out of it. I mean, he got that that line drive. It could have gone either way. You never know. It's baseball. A ball could go to the left five feet, and that's a gap shot. You know, and, and then there's guys if running it's the not, bases. Even if it's just a, a fly out and Bregman gets back to first base – There was because he got two double plays, and that being one of them, he ended up facing the minimum through six innings. It was a lot of talk about Tanaka not facing the lineup for a third time. Mm -hmm. And he didn't have to make the decision because it was a big lead by the time that came up. But if it wasn't a big lead, It would have been really interesting to see what they did with Tanaka. And had he had a little bit tougher of an inning in the fifth inning, maybe he doesn't get through six innings at the minimum batters. And you start to see Springer come up in the sixth inning instead of him just waiting on deck. So there's a lot of things that could have happened had that inning gone differently. That's why I say that double play for whatever little sliver of hope that the Astros had. That was it. That got wiped away right there with that double play. Well, because then the next inning, the Yankees tacked on another run. They got the Glaber. Glaber comes up immediately and hits the home run. First pitch. He's such, he's so good. He's so good. We have him forever, too. So it was like uh it was like a 15 minute span in real time where Astros get a little life, their fans are excited, they hit a ball hard, but it's a double play. Tanaka gets out, and then boom. Yankee's home run. That's it. That's the game. And Judge, I mean, not even not even like not not even a little bit of extra effort in that throw. Just a very nice fluid throw uh, a line and then Lemehu with maybe his third pick of the of the game. I mean, Lemehu is a, is becoming a pick machine. This kid with the he's he's got the backhand pick down like no other. I mean, it's from the ground up. He picks it every single time. He's been phenomenal with that. With that backhand, uh, that backhand scoop. So he's been really good over at first, just just uh, gobbling these balls up too. Yeah. Do you remember in the first game against Minnesota, he dropped that infield pop up? Yeah, so weird. <laughs> so weird. It's like it's one of those things the, that we were talking about. Like, oh God, is this a sign? What is happening? Because yeah. that does not. Go down that that must have just snapped him back into reality and been like, All right, no, that's this is it, I'm not doing that. So, after that game, I or the next day I went and looked at the replay because we were at the game, and I I don't know what the hell was happening at that point. I didn't even (laughs) see it live. I remember looking at you and asking, I was like, Did he drop that ball? And uh, I just I I think I probably just like went to go get another beer, assuming as soon as the ball went in the air, I'm like, Oh, it's, it's a it's a caught ball, but um. You know, he, he drops the ball, then he picks it up and just goes right over and goes, My bad. And, and <laughs> yeah. it. like, it's so so simple. Just my bad. Like, so like, you, like it was just like he, he kicked the ball or something. No. What do you think Boone would have done if it was a two or a three run game and Tanaka, would he have brought him back out for the seventh inning? He had 68 pitches. Yeah. He was utterly dominant. Yeah. There were barely any hard hits, all ground balls, ton of ground balls. He was owning the Astros hitters. He was. Do you think he would have let him face the Astros lineup for a third time in a two or three run game? Well, where, so when uh, when the inning was over, where were they in the lineup? It was Springer was coming up. Springer was coming up. So, um, yeah, I think he would have gone out there. Here's what I think would have happened. If I think we would have had somebody ready. If it was a three-run game, which is what it was after, well, it was going to be a three-run game, and then they added on more runs. So if it was a three-run game, I think he would have let him face Springer, and then he would have maybe, depending on how that at-bat went, might have pulled him and brought in a lefty for Brantley, and then gone to Ottavino for the righties, Altuve and Bregman. Yeah, no, I th- I think he would have gone out there and, and then gone uh, batter by batter. I think it's a real thing though. They don't want their starters facing a lineup for the third time. And by the look of it, I mean, you could not have been any more dominant than Tanaka was tonight. So But tonight was also a different case though. You're 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 facing the lineup for the third time deep into the game. It's not like you're you're facing the lineup for the third time um Well, if you're facing the lineup for the third time in the 4th inning, you probably have gotten your Probably I mean, you, you still, you still could, you could have base runners on. You, yeah, you would have given up some runs probably, but not. you, you could still be pitching a, a good game and, and, and still be in the game. But the, but the circumstances, were, the way that they were tonight, were perfect. He was deep in the game. There was no reason for him to. You have that arsenal, so you might as well use it. Right. The, the only counter-argument is use your eyes. Look at what your eyes are telling you, and your eyes are telling you the Astros are yeah. unable to hit Tanaka. And that's why I think they still roll him out there and then go batter by batter. Yeah. They're gonna be very careful though every single outing. And and it worked out great because they did have to use Adovino in Britain, but Chapman didn't pitch, Chad Green didn't pitch, Kainley didn't pitch. So their bullpen is ready to go tomorrow night. Yep, absolutely. No, and it's huge. And they can they can deploy it at, at will at this point because now you have a you have another getaway day, you have another right. day off after this. You have uh, um, uh, you have Paxton going, who is the guy that you probably are the most confident in getting deep into a game, right? But but now you don't need to. So so here's going to be the the five innings. Well, here's the thing you're going to look at, right? You, you see Boone, who has given him a little bit more rope over the past month and a half, and, and you've seen where he's gone deeper into a game. And now, where does that confidence lie with with Boone in the playoffs and Paxton? Where are they in in uh, you know, in that confidence range for the playoffs. Does he let him go, um, you, you know, beyond five innings? Does that happen? And then uh, and then he lets the bullpen in? I mean, I think if the game is going to decipher that. But I think, I, I do believe that, I, I think that, that Boone gives, uh, puts a little bit more confidence in the starting pitchers right now. If he sees that they're going well, I feel like he's going to give them that little bit more rope than a lot of people think that he will. Because I think a lot you... of people are expecting at any point, any, any yes. set of trouble, they're going to pull him. Well, that's what happened in the first three games in Minnesota. I just don't think it's – I think when we're seeing Paxton go, if he's good looking good through five, I think he'll go out through the, for the sixth inning. No, I mean, they've said their their philosophy. And Boone said this a few times. Ch- uh, um, Cashman said this a few times. And especially after what happened – in the ALDS last year against Boston, they're going to be super careful. They're going to pull guys as soon as they see trouble. I don't see that changing. That doesn't mean they're not going to roll them out there for the for the the next inning and, and have them start an inning because I think that's going to be the biggest thing. I don't think they're going to take a guy out because of uh, of that. I think they're going to let the guy dictate when he gets pulled out. And I don't think it's going to be far. I think it's going to be one batter, but I think that's still going to let, let him dictate it. This might be an unfair question because this was not even possible in the scenario, but if it was a one nothing game and it was this top of the seventh inning and George Springer was or bottom of the seventh inning and George Springer was coming up. Do you send Tanaka back out there? One nothing game. Um, if it's a one nothing game, they'll probably be, they'll, they'll definitely be a lot more careful because Tanaka has uh, been prone to the fly ball. I think it'll be for any of their pitchers. They'll be a lot more careful. If it's a one run game, it's a different scenario they're going to their bullpen. Yes. Yeah. And in and in a multi-run game, two or three run game, it's batter to batter. But you're also you're looking at the matchups, you're looking at a guy My point is is the end, the end uh, the end all, the deciding factor is not going to be that these guys have gone five innings and then third time through. That's it. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's a real thing right now. I think it's, that once you get to it's that absolutely a real thing. No, I not for being pulled is what I mean. I think that th- what they will do is they will allow them, if they're going well, to get into that. And to and, and if they get into the trouble, first sign of trouble, that's when they get pulled. I think that's a mistake. Well, I don't. Why Why? Why willingly let your guy get in trouble? Because, okay, because then you're going to – why willingly bring in Otto Vino to walk a guy? Why willingly bring in Otto Vino to f- put a ball over the plate like he did today to get smacked – that could have very well been out of the park. No, I'm not saying that you know, looked look, great. know look does not look good. So no. why are we bringing in that guy? Go to Chad Green. Go to Tommy Canley. Andrew, there are players. You you have to look at certain people and see what they're giving you in that moment. That's it. I, I you just you just cannot. The same thing with but playoff Tanaka. Go, but they playoff they are, are not going to. Bullshit. They are not Bo- going they to. They did tonight. Tanaka went out there for another inning. He was. They out did there. not tonight. The, another inning he had faced the minimum yeah. batters yeah okay I'm telling you third time through the order it has nothing to do with the inning number because it was the sixth inning but it was the he hadn't faced that the lineup for a third time that is what they look at it's third time through the order I, well today you can't even say that because the the game dictated what happened so it's it's impossible to say what would have happened. But that being said, when they're going and you're telling me that why are we going to put a guy in a situation, but yet you're telling me that Adovino is the guy to come in. Well, um, Paxton, who's been good all game and looked very good, and you're going to pull him for a uh, it, let's say he's dominated uh, a guy twice. Now third time around, that guy's going to come up. We're going to take him out to bring in Ottavino just because it's the third time. That's what they're going to do. I'm not telling it's you that's It's fucking what I would do. stupid. That's what they're gonna do. That's what they believe. That is their organizational philosophy. I'm not telling you that's my opinion. I'm telling you that's the Yankees' opinion. That that, fine. I think overall that can be part that is their opinion. I know that we've seen it play out. I think that when Boone is seeing a guy go right now in the playoffs, that he will give him a little bit more rope. I believe I don't that. Think he, I don't think he's allowed to. I think he has a I collar around his no, neck. And I, no, he's no, 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 no. You and and fuck it, and Neil, you guys are you guys are way too far on the side that Boone is a little uh, poodle being walked by Cashman. I don't agree with that. I mean, we've I think talked to a certain to... point he is, but there's also an organizational. Uh, th- there's a strategy, but I do we, I do believe he has enough leash to give to to make a decision on his own. I mean, we've talked to people. I've talked to people. You've talked to people. We've both talked to people who have more information than we do that say otherwise. I don't. I don't really. Doesn't matter to me. Okay. Fine. Uh, just like I'm gonna use my eyes for the rest of my life. I'm never really listening to nerds again. Uh, okay. Well, that's why. Uh, that's why you that's, that's why Dave Roberts is probably gonna get fired. Oh yeah, that's the same argument someone else. Because because every situation is the same. Let's just let's look at the Dodgers and what they did. And and just decide because he didn't go by a number in a particular situation. The Yankees should do the same thing, because that makes sense. because there's so much relevance. No, I'm just saying that organizations. Because what want Joe their Kelly managers. did on the West Coast and what Dave Roberts made a decision of has anything to do with what the Yankees do on any given day at any any given moment. They have the same. They have the same philosophy. Those organizations. When you're in the playoffs, when the, it's do or die. Yeah, you look at that situation. Yeah, you consider the numbers. Boone's not allowed to. You could, yes, he is. (laughs) You (laughs) consider the numbers that are that are that are given to you over a very long period of time. They tell a story. There's no doubt they do, but they don't tell you what's happening in that moment. Do you you know what the good news is? The problem with the metrics. The good news is, so far through four games in the playoffs, there have been no hard decisions. You're right. You're right. I'm glad. I'm happy for that because that means the Yankees are doing things right maybe the only hard decision that Boone had to make was pulling Severino after four innings in Minnesota. What about pitching Tanaka in game one? I don't think that was Boone's decision. You don't think that was not Boone's decision. Boone has a lot. How can you possibly say that? It's his, he's making the decisions on the field. If not, yes, there's people, they're having meetings. Of course they are. That's every team ever. I really don't want to argue about this right now. (laughs) Because because we know, we, we've read but so much. But I don't much. think you're giving him enough There's credit. There's so much information and and uh, proof that otherwise, that Boone does not make those kinds of decisions. Okay, I've heard Cashman say the complete opposite of what you're telling me right now. I've heard him say this this thing publicly as well. You're the one that tells me that Cashman doesn't lie. He's very on, honest with the media. He says that Boone has the ability to do what he wants out there. So what Cashman did he says, say that? I mean, of it. course, he's not going to say otherwise. He's said it otherwise. a few times in press conferences. I've heard him say it in, in different interviews. Yeah, he has not They said have exactly. meetings. These, right. but he's there for a reason. Boone was in the meetings. His baseball acumen, his 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 eyes, the way that he feels for the game, I think they trust it, and that's why that's a big reason he's there. That that, is, that and the relationships. This is not what I want to be arguing about because we clearly disagree, and I'm right. I want to tell you guys about SeatGeek with millions of live events, uh, with millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee. SeatGeek proves there is a better way. You can search sports, live music, comedy, and more. SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place. In an industry that tends to stagnate, SeatGeek decides to stand out from the crowd. And why is SeatGeek better than the rest? Just look at the app store. Their app has over 50,000 five-star reviews. So you know the customer satisfaction is on point. They pull together millions of tickets from all over the web, and they rate them on a scale of one to ten. They color code them so it's easy to use. You can find good deals just by looking using your eyes. Scott, that's good for you. You love to use your eyes. You can use the eye test when it comes to the SeatGeek app. Yeah, it's called uh, it's called color coding. It's 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 easy when you do, unless you you can't see colors, then that's a, that could be a problem. Um, SeatGeek will even give you ten dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you have to do is use our promo code. Download the Geek app today and use promo code BRONX for $10 off your first purchase. That's promo code BRONX for $10 off your first purchase. So we didn't... meant When we last recorded, uh, Hicks wasn't officially on the roster and CeCe wasn't officially on the roster, but we assumed they were going to be on the roster and they they are. Do you have any problems with who they took off? They took off Voight and they took off Wade. I mean... It, it, it's no, not really. You know, Wade. I would probably would have kept on. Um, it's between. It would have so, been. It would have been. Between, it would have been between Wade and and Maben. But I right. think that they believe that Maben is the better outfielder, and that's where the priority was because they have enough infielders. I think they believe they have enough infielders to get by. I think it's a little interesting that maybe God nap at bat late in tonight's game when that would have been an easy spot to get Hicks an at bat. Well, that's why I disagreed with you earlier, and I think they think he's going to be a starter at some point. But then why not just get him an at bat? <laughs> because they didn't want to bring him in in the middle of a game like that. They wanted to give him a full day of a normal, uh, you know, the warming up, getting ready. This is a guy that's gotten how many soft tissue injuries, and you want him warming up in the middle of a game to go out there and go out. That's not how he's going to be used. It's just about getting his feet wet in live pitching. The, I mean, he's had live pitching, not in a game, but not in a game actually, not in the ALCS. Well, he might pull an oblique. We might see him start soon because it's only one game. Gardner didn't look good tonight. He struck out twice, uh, looking, I believe. Um, I, I think Hicks is going to be used in. Uh, I think Hicks is going to be used at full capacity if they feel like he's uh, a better matchup on a given day. They're going to use him. I, I he's on the roster. There's. It, I said this before. If he's on the roster, they're going to use him, and they should because yeah. that's what they believe. If he's on the, if he's not at that level where they don't, they, they don't believe he's the guy that that um, that Hicks should be, then he should not be on the roster. If he doesn't get in this series, then it's just an absolute waste of a roster spot, just like Voit was a waste of a roster spot. In There's going to be that guy though. I mean, that guy's that guy. If everything, especially if everything goes well, that's going to happen. Yeah, there's a guy like if if your guy is Wade or Romine, that makes sense. But I guess Voigt there wasn't any pinch hitting opportunities, so maybe that's a bad example. But if Hicks does not get in the series at any point, whether it's for defense or even for an at bat or like you're saying to start a game, then it was really a wasted roster spot. Well, I mean, again, it would be it would be him or Wade, so you wouldn't balk if Wade didn't get used. So what's the difference? In, but you just said they're gonna have him start. I said they could. They I said they feel like he. I think they think that he's that guy. I don't think that they, that they are gonna um, on, on today like get get him in there in the middle of a game. I just what if it's a what if it's a close game? Do you want them putting him in for defense? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he should be going in for defense. Definitely. I mean, not probably. Definitely. If it's a one run game, he's the best defender in the outfield. If it's a Coverage one ju- ju- judges, Coverage if it's a wise. one if it's a one run game, you want Hicks in center, Judge in right, Gardner in left field. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not even a question. That's your best outfield. Right. Um, Maven gotten at bat tonight. that's what I just said. I'm saying, are you not listening? I'm trying not to. But the the difference is that's what I'm saying. You're talking about defense, and I'm telling you that Maven gotten that bat. I'm agreeing. I'm saying that's that's a different scenario. If we're getting in there for just defense, and that's the only purpose. So watching tonight's game and the way I, Presley, who was, I said last episode is maybe Houston's best reliever, it didn't look great tonight, he gave up a couple of runs. I realized, and uh, not that this is like a groundbreaking take or anything, but if the Astros don't win all of Verlander and Cole's games, they're absolutely screwed. Because the Yankees, I think, can wear out the rest of their pitchers, whether it's Granke, whether it's whoever they start in game four, or it's that bullpen, that I think the Yankees offense can wear those guys out. The question is, is Verlander and Cole going to shove for two games each? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think Cole is one of those guys that's probably a given. Like you're going to get a a good game out of him, Um, but Verlander has shown shown signs of uh, of of dwindling, and like this is what we talked about in the in the pre in the preview of this series. Like, was that three game rest? Uh, Three you know three days three days rest. Uh, or was that fatigue or was it a combo of both? What, what was that? The, did that game um, affect him in a longer term? Because it yep. we could have? Yep. We could see we could see things that, that happened from that game uh, more fatigue from that particular game because he was used so um, so quickly that, that it could affect him later. You know Maybe it's not the beginning of a game, but maybe it's the second third inning. We're seeing him you know not, not be as sharp. I think that's a very real thing. And he's well, maybe not young either. It, I think maybe it means that instead of him pitching eight dominant innings, he can only pitch six dominant innings, and that is a huge difference. Even if it's just seven dominant innings, because if you can get into that Houston bullpen three outs earlier, what I saw tonight out of the Houston bullpen was not impressive. And maybe it's just a one. Maybe it's a one off. Maybe Houston had a bad night because their the stats on the year say the bull, the bullpen for the Astros was good. So maybe tonight was just a bad night. But I saw the Yankees hitters wearing down the Astros pitching. Yeah. <laughs> I think the I think the Yankees hitters are locked in right now and I think they're in so a very all good spot. the pressure is on Houston right now. It's all, all on all the pressure's on Houston. I mean they it was it was from the beginning. Win. It was from the beginning coming out of that Tampa series. It was. I think the Yankees knew that, and that's why they were putting the the pressure on. They they knew that um uh, they knew that the pitching was everybody knew that the pitching didn't line up in the Houston Astros favor, right? And the Yankees had an opportunity in game one to to put the you know put the pedal down and, and turn that offense on and jump on Grinky and they did that. They did what they needed to do. You just mentioned earlier playoff Tanaka being a thing. I you you said, Oh, we saw playoff Tanaka against Minnesota. No, this was playoff Tanaka. Well no, we saw uh, him it, against Minnesota too. He, you know, just, he was so much better tonight. than I mean, he was phenomenal outside. tonight. I'm, I'm not, I mean, he was, see, here's the thing. Playoff Tanaka is just as good as he needs to be. That's it. Like he's just, he well, he's got is a 1.32 1. ERA in his career postseason. And he could have gotten deeper into the game in that Minnesota game, but it the game didn't, it didn't need to, it didn't need to happen that way. Well, they pulled him before he went to the third time through the order. Who gives a shit? Didn't, didn't need to happen. <laughs> the third inning took care of everything. So you can't you can't bring that into consideration. Numbers people will, but you can't. Because it doesn't make sense. Well. It doesn't make sense given the situation. And that's why so many freaking times these numbers drive me insane because they don't look at what was going on on a day. None of the Yankee starters have pitched a third time through the order so far in the four games. We've swept up Tanaka, Tanaka swept pitched the ALDS. One, Tanaka pitched uh to one batter, I believe extra okay so he did well they, like he one batter I'm, but you said okay so he did he went he went into it he went into it yeah, yeah there you go because it was the last out of the fifth inning perfect yeah it makes that makes they wanted him they him wanted him, they that wanted him me, to get that one batter makes me right no it doesn't yeah. they wanted him to get his all-important does. win in an eight to one game. Yeah, you got to um, have that playoff Tanaka needs those W's, baby. Right. Yeah. You got to have those things. You got to have those the um the baseball card stats to back you up. Right. How else are the people who don't know anything about stats going to know if a pitcher's good or bad? Well, that's the problem. The people that do know things about stats don't know if a pitcher's good or bad. Because wins say if a pitcher's good. Oh, no, no, because you do your eyes tell you cuz the playoffs, oh. cuz this Tanaka on the playoffs, that's why. So, for Paxton tomorrow night, he uh do you think for Paxton, he's been a long time off now? The extra rest for Paxton. Yeah, it's been a while. Eight. He's going to be on eight days rest. Tomorrow's the ninth day. That worries him at all. I mean, I think it's a consideration. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of that. I mean, I, I gotta. I, so when I when I look at when I look at Paxton and the, and the times that uh, that he worries me, it's when he can't find the strike zone. And, you know, again, this is something we've, we, we touched on, but um, when, when, when he is not around the plate, he's a different guy, uh, just a very different guy. And this team, this, uh, this Astros team is, is patient. They will work the count. They will make him throw strikes. And if he's not aggressive early, I think that, um, you know, maybe that's the sharpness of that, of that layoff could, um, could play into that. So that would be something I'll look at early into in, in his, um, in, in his outing is, is you know, where he is around the plate. I think that's a, a, going to be a big factor to, to say if he's on or not. Yeah, and if you think about Paxton's last couple of weeks, he had the butt injury, and then he had the one start in Minnesota, and then now an eight-day layoff, and he's going to be starting again. So he's not pitched a ton over the last three weeks. Yeah, I forgot about the butt stuff. He pitched one inning in that game. Right. I, kind so of, I, pitched... I put the butt stuff out of, my, out of my mind. So the last three weeks, he's pitched five and two-thirds innings total. Yeah, when you're when you're a pitcher, you want, you I think you want more repetition than that. You want you want more yeah. of that. Uh, I that, mean, I'm sure he's done consistency. They they he's work. done side sessions and yeah. bullpen sessions he's or whatever thrown. he's been doing. But you can't live replicate, game action. You can't replicate that. Yeah, especially I in saw, the playoffs in Houston. I saw a couple people saying that because Tanaka threw 68 pitches, that maybe he could come back short rest for Game Four if they want to do that. What would you think of that? Uh, I think it'll yeah. I think it'll dictate. The, the series if it's if they're up three oh no then no chance uh if they're two one you are telling me you're telling me I think be the less only of a chance of three oh or two one? I think the only chance that they do it is if they're facing elimination. Oh is if they're facing elimination. We know they can't be facing yeah, elimination like, you- in game four. No. Okay. If they're down one two, I think they will um bring they'll him roll back him out short rest. Yeah. Yes. Um, um other than J Hap? <laughs> like of course. Well, oh, no, no, see, I, I'm, I'm going the opposite way. I, like, I think if they were in a, in, a, in a point where they could put the throats, their, their, their foot on a throat, they would bring Tanaka back out. I could see why, that. If, so if they're going for a sweep, you're saying? Yeah. Why, why not then just save him? You know you're going to get game five at home. Save him for full rest where he's going to be hopefully lights out again like you just saw tonight. You could do that, too. I, I just don't, I don't think it's a um... – I don't know. They don't like Tanaka on short rest. No, so, they don't. So maybe, maybe I don't think maybe they, we just get rid of that one. Yeah, I don't know if they like any of their pitchers on short rest. I think if, we'll if you, but, they didn't have to get to a game four in Minnesota, so we have no clue what they're thinking for game four. Well, I mean, like, all the all the talks been opener, opener, opener. If if the uh, situation, it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be an opener. Like Jack if, Curry tweeted, it's gonna be an opener. He has information. It's gonna be an opener. I, mean, I don't care if he has information. It all depends on what happens in the next two games. That's 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 it. Like you can have as much information as you want about their strategy and everything, but it all depends on what happens with the bullpen in the next two days. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole point about the bullpen. Like you you can't plan for an opener. You just can't. You could put it in there as a potential, but you can't say that this is the plan for game four is an opener because you don't know what's going to happen before that. We'll see if Chad Green pitches Sunday's game, because that could still line him up for an opener. Yeah. Um I bet they use him in Sunday's game. I bet he's like the first guy out of the bullpen. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean there's that day off. That's that's the beauty about tomorrow now. He'd have a two-day cushion before game 4. The beauty about tomorrow? He could throw one inning in game 2 and then two innings opener in game 4. See, this this kind of plays into this plays into the the strategy it was for ALDS when they had Tanaka throw um before the getaway day. They knew that they had their bullpen ready to go and Paxton tomorrow while well, while well, they have more um, trusted him to go further, but they have the, they have the embarrassment of riches of that bullpen right now. Like literally, everybody's yeah, everyone's rested. Even everybody's the guys available who tonight. Yeah. Even the guys who pitched tonight are rested. They yeah. didn't pitch for five days or four days. Everybody's available. All right, um, it just you can't say anything bad about tonight. Like nothing no. bad happened. So it was a perfect uh, game. It was a perfect per- game. Perfect game. The Astros are are in a in a must-win game for them because they're not going to go down 2-0 and then go back to Yankee Stadium. They're That's a death sentence for them. So all the pressure's on Houston. Yankees, enjoy your Sunday afternoon. Maybe watch a little football, listen to this podcast, and then get ready for an 8 p.m. start. Go buy some playoff tickets if you want to come to Games 3 and 4. We still got those on sale, Game 3. The lovely MLB scheduling put that at four o'clock in the afternoon. Thank you very much, Major League Baseball. Some people, then, some people like that because they get a, get home earlier in the day and they can cut out a little early for work. I think it might work for some people's schedule. Yeah, great, beautiful. Come come, section two hundred five, uh, and they game four as well. Wednesday, that game is eight o'clock. Then I forget the other time game. They're, they're all eight. They're all, they're all eight. All, they're all pretty much. I think eight uh, Saturday is dependent on. Um, the NLCS, the, NL, the Which, NLCS, yeah. If the if the Nationals ever give up a hit, then maybe they'll start <laughs> right to lose. So they're they're looking freaking ridiculous right now. That pitching uh, was uh, top notch. Any final words? Um, you know, just it's there's there's nothing bad to say about tonight. Tonight was absolutely beautiful. The Yankees did everything they needed to. And, and you know what? Like the thing that we were talking about is they needed to take one. They had to take one. But now they're really in the driver's seat to take two. I really do. I think Get that, Grady, I'm serious. I think Verlander is, is at, at probably at his most vulnerable point we've ever seen him. Yeah. Ever. And he's been tough against the Yankees in the playoffs for a long time. But right now, he is absolutely on the wall. And the Yankees offense has more confidence than they've ever had. So now is the time to strike. Yeah. I mean, I still don't feel good about going in facing Verlander. I, I, think- I feel good. I feel I, I think. That Verlander feels this. Do you feel good, or do you feel as good as you can facing Verlander? Because I still think Verlander is nails, and I. St- but you're right; he is vulnerable because of his fatigue, because he's just he's he's maybe a little bit older. I mean, he's still no, had a he, great season. He is older. But, he is older. But he he might win the Cy Young this year. I, I saw think. him take two-story beer bongs when I was in college. That bitch is old. You're you're saying he's old. He's the Cy Young favorite this year. Fine, but you know what it is? It's October. You've played an entire year. I don't care what you have done, all of those. Like I know you're a great pitcher, but when fatigue comes into play, it changes everything. When Father Time says, you know what? I'm about to show up, (laughs) and this is what's going to happen, and your arm is not as rubber as you think it is or what it used to be. I'm gonna stop that on today, and then all of a sudden you have an unbelievable offense and a 22 year old phenom coming in there against you. You got problems, and you're all the pressure in the world is against him right now. All of it. Hold on, who's who's 20? Oh, Glaber Torres, is 22, Mr. Five RBI man himself. Let me tell you what else I love. Let me tell you what else I love. Arod picked the Astros. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, no, he didn't. I he- heard him. Mm, from my no. own ears. Now he picked Yankees in seven. So I saw the same thing. It was a commercial break. He said, I give the slight edge in something. I forget what he said. And to then the, on the series. No, it wasn't. They came back. They all picked. They all picked. Oh, so uh, they Thomas. came back and he's like, oh, how? He how put his me. Yankees hat on. on. He put hold on. a Yankees hat on. So they came back from break. They came back from break and how? And Hal got in his ear and was like, you're not coming to Old Timer's Day in 2075. Well, he's not, you you he's not on the payroll. He's not on the payroll. I know, but so. he's still expecting that invite at some point. So Hal got in his ear and said, you're not coming unless you maybe, maybe he did, but the official where the uh, the – the screen put up the little icons for each team Ortiz and A-Rod picked the uh, Yankees and I think Frank Thomas picked Houston interns run those graphics I don't care about that we 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 know half the people that run those graphics anyway it's late we're going to bed enjoy your Sunday afternoon let's go Yankees we'll talk to you after Sunday's let's go